Hey everyone, Brayden here with Pickleball Effect. Uh, really excited to get this podcast going again, be back on the mic. I've been on break for uh, the last month or so. We just welcomed uh, a new little girl to the family. She's beautiful and I've been spending the time with the family. She's getting chunky. Uh, she's really, really cute, but uh, I'm excited to be uh, going at it again. Uh, we're gonna be releasing uh, weekly episodes on Tuesdays again, and uh, but this time it's just gonna be me. Uh, I got a, a new location here in Idaho. Uh, based out of an indoor place, somebody's knocking. Um, we're Border. Being, we're using room. No, I I, uh, I got this booked for podcasting, uh, like tryouts. Tryouts. Yeah. Oh well, I might have read the schedule wrong. I. Uh, do you want to? all trying out. Well, nobody, but I was hoping someone might come. Well, I'll I, try. No one RSVP'd, but I thought. You know, everyone's 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 it's, busy. Well, you've already got like another. Microphone yeah, like just in case. Like I put out the ad, but yeah, dude. So I do this. Uh, I do this on a weekly basis, man. Oh. It's Porter Porter Bar. Uh, you're interested in co-hosting with me? I mean, like full time and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's like do it. You're, you're cool. Why not? I mean, I you got to give me a little bit of background. Like, I don't want to just. Well, just hire you yeah. quite yet. Um, my name's Porter Barr. I'm 17 years old. I'm, yeah, I've heard of you. Um, pickleball enthusiast extraordinaire. Um, I take photos and video, and I do some audio production. Um, I'm about to graduate with my associate's degree from the College of Western Idaho this May. Dang. Um, you know, I've been working really, really hard on pickleball for such a long time, and I think I would be the perfect candidate for this podcast. All right, I'm I'm open to to giving you a shot. All I all I really care about is if you just show up every week. Oh, I mean, I I think I can do that. Five o'clock every Sunday. Five o'clock every Sunday. You're down. I think that'll work. All right, dude. Sweet. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> thanks for having me, Brandon. You're uh, no, no. Thanks for thanks for responding to my ad that. You didn't well, yeah, actually mean it. to respond no, to. I, yeah, I was. Or like, you just trying to play it cool? Kind of. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to like seem super like into it. Oh um, man, that is but. just the taste of what people are going to get on this podcast. It's it's going to be a lot of ridiculousness, um, plus so. a little bit of pickleball. I think so. <laughs> some pickle, some ridiculousness. That's uh, that should be the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I. Uh, I, I'm honestly really, really excited to to have you on the pod with me. Uh, you bring yeah. a lot to the table, a lot for, of experience. For people watching, I am actually joining. Yeah. <laughs> so, in case that wasn't clear, I'm I'm here now. We were our acting was pretty convincing. I I think so. Like yeah. no way anyone thought you came here on purpose. Yeah. That was no. purely by chance. Mm -hmm. I think we did good. But no, we we've been chatting about this for a while, and uh, I think this in person dynamic. Uh, Investing a lot in some of the, some new equipment here, and I uh, I'm I'm excited uh, what we bring to the table. I Absolutely. think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really really good time. I'm super excited. Yeah, for the this. Uh, no one knows. I don't think people realize what's about to hit them, but once they do, they're going to tune in. I agree. They're going to tune mean, in. I think that we this is the first time. This is like the first two dudes talking about pickleball podcast out there. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're kind of changing the game. Right. <laughs> Big time. So, Big time. No, this is gonna be good. I'm yeah, excited. Th this will be good. The uh, you've been playing for such a long time. You're very uh, 
you have a, like a very big network within the pickleball community. You, yeah. you got your 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 ear to the ground on stuff. So you're going to bring a really interesting perspective. You're really intelligent, really smart. I mean, you're 17. You're about to get your associate's degree. Mm-hmm. You've uh, It's really impressive what you've done with your life. Well, but it's just, thank you. It's just now going to get better. Yeah. Like, I don't think I mean, you realize the fame I'm going to bring you. This is, if my life was like a movie, the first 17 years would be the kind of, you know, get to know me part. And this is the climax. This is the climax. <laughs> So. <laughs> this is uh, this would be good, but uh, yeah, man, just to uh, introduce you to to the audience, get to know you a little better. Better, I prepared some some oh, some intro geez. questions. Okay, all right. Let's so, this. full disclosure, <laughs> I think this is hilarious. So, this is our third attempt doing yeah. this, and we've done this intro piece twice. I and think I've, we rehearsed it once or twice. And we rehearsed too. it once or twice. <laughs> so, this is like. My like third set of questions I've come up with because I think it's more okay. authentic nice. if they're new questions. All right, so yeah, I don't have any ideas what these are. Um, <laughs> so, we're uh, here's here's the fresh ones. The right. uh, I was really proud of last our last I recording. Was too. They were good questions, um, but I kind of screwed it up when I said earlier I know how to like audio engineer and stuff, and <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. It's gonna be smooth no. sailing from here. There, mm-hmm. There's gonna be some bumps, but we're uh, here. We are third intro of Porter. Third intro. This will probably be the best. So you guys aren't missing anything. All right. What was your most recent purchase that wasn't food? Oh, that's a tough one. I genuinely can't remember. Probably. Do you not buy things? I try not to. Um, I'm really bad about it, but I'm trying to save money more often. Um, Good for you. Usually it is food that I like to buy. Um, Okay. Well, then what was the last food you bought? McDonald's. I had a. You a dollar menu guy, or do you, no, you go big? I go big. You go I big. Got two plain double cheeseburgers, a large fry, and a medium coke. Um, that's what I live off <laughs> of. If you're trying to get to be a good pickleball player, that's what I would recommend. Um, yeah, diet is so underrated. I yeah, I like agree. you need the calories. Yeah, you need as long f- as you have the metabolism of a seventeen year old, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> Tip number one from Mr. Porter. But there's so many more tips to come. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's my whole thing. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is the next question. So I know you're in school. You're graduating soon. Mm-hmm. What is the lowest grade you've ever gotten? Oh, an F. What, what was the subject? Um, I think it was environmental science. Was, um, was it because you skipped class? No. Like, it's kind of it hard to get an F. Like, I wasn't expecting an F from yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Um, like, like you're, you're, you're talented. You're, you, uh, you're like a responsible person. Yeah, I feel like you have to try to get an F. I do. I do a good job of putting on that look. Um, <laughs> the no, reality is, but no, I mean, so it was environmental science. It was that. completely online too. So I, I could have just cheated, but I didn't. Um, and I. So you're taking the high road here. You're saying basically, I, the F wasn't as bad as it sounds. Like you could have. It could have been worse. It you could have, have cheated. For, I mean, what's 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 better, an F or cheating for an A? I would say an F. I, yeah, I completely agree there. Um, I I think the hardest part was it was just it was just so much work in a time that I was just doing so much, and I kind of just got I couldn't I just couldn't finish, and like I had a decent grade throughout most of the class, but like in the end, I kind of just like. St- couldn't do it. <laughs> did you have to retake it later? I did. Yeah. So yeah, that's the worst thing about us is like you have to redo yeah, the class later. But won't happen again. But it's incredible that you're you're getting your associates here soon. Yeah. Like it no, is. Uh, it's pretty I phenomenal. Mean, I've worked hard, but like I've I've lucked out in the position where I am, being like 
homeschooled for my whole life. I've been able to do pickleball. I've been able to like advance faster. In yeah, school. you have a really and unique life. Really. Yeah, I mean, you've like, been very in pick, you've been very involved with pickleball from the beginning and, mm -hmm. and doing the school thing and, and managing yeah. both of those, and it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super happy where I am. So, yeah, really impressive. And then, uh, all right, next question. So this one actually is a repeat from last ones, but I think it's okay. a fun question. So what's your favorite comedy TV series? Yes. So I have two. Um, I can't answer with just one because there's so many that are good. But I think um, one of them is Parks and Recreation. Um, it is just, it's such a funny show. What, what, what resonates with you from Parks and Rec? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I really, really like um, Andy as a character, okay. Chris Pratt. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. It's just such a funny <laughs> he, show. You guys, like, you, you, you got some characteristics similar. Kind of, yeah. I mean, like, I, I sadly am not a multi, multi hundred million grossing dollar actor. So <laughs> well, we're, like, we're, talking, we're talking about the Parks and Rec character. But, oh, Andy. Yeah. yeah Andy, Andy, I think we're both a little kooky, I guess, <laughs> but. He's just hilarious. All of those episodes yeah, are hilarious. I can watch fun. everyone over and over again. And then what's the but second one? The second one is a show that I'm I'm sad not as many people know this. It's called Psych. It's I know about, Psych. I know um, Psych. It's about a guy named Sean Spencer who was raised by his dad, who was a detective, to like analyze things in a way that a detective would. And he kind of got so good at it that he kind of faked being psychic to the Santa Barbara police station and ended up being a psychic detective, even yeah. though he wasn't psychic. The show and is just like so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Sean, I mean, no one would do what he actually does, no, but, but he's, so he pulls funny. it off and it is so funny. It's such a good yeah, show. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that one. So. And then uh, I'll add to that list for one of my faves, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm -hmm. Captain Holt. I think is the yeah, best character so funny. that has ever been created. Yes. <laughs> is, he's so, oh my he's gosh, so mad. So funny. All right. Last question. Okay. Who are your favorite PB players to watch? Ooh. Um, that's a good one. I would say probably my mom because she's great. <laughs> and I have to say this. Um, she, she is phenomenal. She, she is fun to she watch. She is very good. Um, I, so I, I do enjoy watching my mom. Don't, don't like act like it's a chore you have to say. It, I know. She I, I, I do enjoy watching my mom. I just get stressed out when I watch my mom because like I feel like I'm there with her for some reason. And it's like this super, super intense moment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you have to do this. So <laughs> yeah, I start I freaking imagine. out. For um, those listening that don't know. So yeah. Porter's mom's a touring pro. Mm -hmm. She's she, in a bar. She competes primarily APP. Uh, but she does some. She does well. She does MLP. She does MLP. MLP. Yeah, she, so. she she had a phenomenal year last year. So mm -hmm. many golds. You can't yeah, even count it was, them. It was great. She did well in Pittsburgh this last mm -hmm. weekend. Two fourth places. I think Nunry. Did he get injured or something? He got hurt. I they had to withdraw sick. from. He get sick. He was sick or something like that. So I mean, she had to withdraw from one of them. Anyways, another great weekend. I expect a lot of good things uh, yeah, from her this year. It's it's great. You you plan on doing more events? You, you gonna do the quality grind? Yeah, I would I would hope so. Um, I like I said, I am a full time student right now. So once I graduate, my goal is to definitely take it up a notch, try to go to more tournaments, all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now school is my main priority, but once I'm done, that's, I, I would love to hop on the grind and just get going. On, on the APP side for people who are like at, at your level where they're like on the, 
just around the mm -hmm. corner, right? So like, do you qualify for events? Do you have to do qualifiers? Like yeah, where are you at? So you do have to play. I have to play qualifiers you're, still you're just still because the quality, the quality I haven't played as many tournaments as a lot of players. Um, that's the biggest thing. Like you don't necessarily have to win every match, but as long as you played a ton of tournaments, you just, you just get build points. up points. And so, so getting into the, the draw is just purely based off of points. Yes. And then they, yeah. they have like what? three, four spots mm -hmm. for qualifiers. Yeah, it's even more. Is almost. it more now? Yeah, it's like we've had um, the qualifier brackets like up to 16 teams. Like nice. it's been, So it's like a legit tournament yeah, for the tournament. It's ridiculous. But so, usually you only have to win like two or three. Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't like actually play out the full bracket. Right. right. It's only single elimination in the 16. Teams, gotcha. So like, but yeah, I mean, I would love to. When, when, do, you, when do you graduate? Uh, this May. Okay, so it's coming um, up. So, That's like right around the corner. Yeah, it's pretty soon. Sick, so dude. I'm Good for excited. you. Excited. I'm ready to be done. Really impressive. Yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll definitely be watching. It'll, it'll be fun to to hear your experience, talk through it here uh, as you yes. uh, are battling through that. I I think you can do it, dude. You got the game, and I mean, a lot of it is just it just hitting the road, like mm -hmm. just being there, getting the experience, yeah, and just doing it. And that's um, that's excited. the hard part. But you're at a cool stage in life yeah, totally. where you can you can make that happen. Like mm -hmm. you got your your associates, like you don't mm -hmm. have to worry about school. Like you can go hit it. Yeah. While no, you're I mean, uh, and then you're working working here. So we're mm -hmm. recording at a the place this place is called the Flying Pickle. Getting wrapped right here. Mm -hmm. And uh it's in Meridian, Idaho. You're an instructor here. Mm -hmm. You work the front desk. Yeah. You serve me food. I do, yeah, all the time. And I take advantage. You need a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I make you do McDonald's runs for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're in a cool situation where you can do both and work. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and that's the thing. Like I, I also, I love coaching. So even if I don't end up going like full-time pro, which I would still love to do, I would be totally happy just being a coach because I enjoy it. So how many, much. uh, how many lessons do you think you do a week? Um, normally on average, like I said, I'm, I'm not teaching as many right now. Um, but like I would say on average I was teaching a decent amount up to like maybe 10 a week. 10 a week. That's quite that a, was, that's a couple of day. And that was like really before I was even taking it super, super seriously. Yeah. So it, it yeah. blows my mind the demand for lessons. Oh, it's so like, high. I don't it's really have a desire at the moment to do lessons. But like if I wanted to, I could find yeah. people so easy. I mean, like honestly, it, especially for some reason in Boise, just because we don't have compared to like the ratio of really like decent players to lower level players is very very skewed in, towards the lower level players so pretty much any like four or five plus player can start teaching lessons and they'll probably get yeah clinics it's so or clients it's or pretty it blows my mind every time mm -hmm. so that's exciting man i uh i'm gonna be traveling more this year uh i want to compete i don't know if i'll do qualifiers but i'll be traveling doing 5-0 stuff maybe why, a qualifier why are here you more able to travel brayden oh I got some some really big news. I I'm glad you brought it up because mm -hmm. I was, it's just part of me now. So I'm officially full time pickleball effect, dude. This is a this is actually a really a really kind of a funny story. It's like a it was like an act of God that everything's like falling into place here. So I'm currently on or I was on paternity leave. Mm -hmm. So I had the baby December eighth. Indy, love her. She's great. Taking care of Indy. I get uh, with the job the company i was with i had an eight-week paternity leave mm -hmm. six weeks into it so this was like four days ago four days ago now like not long yeah. ago i uh, i get a call from uh my cmo so i work for our marketing team he's like brayden i know you're on paternity leave i know you just had a kid 
but uh, we're going through a round of layoffs and your position was eliminated. So it was when he called me, it was just like a random number on the phone. I didn't know what it was. I don't know why I answered, but I just, I answered it because I was there and I saw it. And I was like, immediately I was like, oh, I bet I'm getting laid off. Yeah. And I was just like hoping that mm -hmm. that would happen because I was literally planning timing. on quitting two weeks from now when I got back from paternity leave. Yeah. And so it saves me the headache of having to quit because I was feeling really guilty about uh, planning on going back to work and then just quitting right after paternity leave. But they, right. they relieve that stress from my shoulders and they're giving me like a severance package. Yeah. So I get a little cushion of money as, as I start this this new journey in, in pickleball effect. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I'm i so excited for this. I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but I've, I've been doing pickleball effect for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just slowly built up. And like the last six months or so, it's been... Uh, it's getting just bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah exponentially. Get, just and like something had to give because I was working full time. I was doing that. I was mm -hmm. trying to do family stuff, and I uh, I picked I picked pickleball, and so uh, here I am. I'm doing it, and like I'm not I'm not someone who's averse to risk, mm -hmm. but uh, I I wouldn't do I wouldn't do it unless I thought I could make it happen, and I really think I could make it happen, and I'm really excited to see what I where I can get this thing, mm -hmm. uh, putting my full attention to it, and uh, yeah, dude, the people are gonna be seeing a lot more of me. Whether they like it or not, hopefully they like yeah. it. Oh, I'm sure they will. But yeah, this is a, this is a new stage. This is a big year, and I'm just most excited about just owning my own time, doing what I love. Yeah. Like, I I had a really good job. Like, I made mm -hmm. good money. Now, of course, all the you know other benefits that come with that through you know company perks and, and insurance and all that junk. And uh, it's it's kind of weird not having that anymore. But right. uh, I think I think down the road I can make more money. But ultimately, it's just like I own my own time. I can do what I want. I my destiny's in my hand. Destiny's in my hands, and yeah. I got a family to feed. I got I got a mortgage to pay. So uh, no one, nothing's more dangerous than than a man or a woman that's got to feed their family. Yeah, um, you really putting pressure on me to show up. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> that's why I said you got to. That that was my one criteria. You got to show up. <laughs> you just got to show up for it. Yeah. Um. No. But before we get like too far into the actual topics, we should probably thank your old co-host, Logan. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you're making me sound like a dick because no, I didn't bring that up first. No. But seriously, though, thank you for, mm -hmm. for saying that because big shout out to downtown Logan Brown. Yeah. He was fantastic. I uh, I did recognize Logan immediately in the last first two takes. Mm -hmm. So Logan, <laughs> don't be mad at me that Porter brought this up first. But I'm seriously super grateful for for Logan. Go follow him. He's still uh, doing things in the space. He has his own YouTube channel and uh, Instagram. It's called Sunday yeah. Deacon Club. Uh, we may have him on here every once in a while Most when likely, if yeah. Porter's traveling or something. But he's uh, he's a superstar. Really proud of what we did. Uh, but yeah, go follow Logan for sure. He's gonna he's, he's gonna get mad at me, do it. Nah. He's gonna be like, Porter had to bring it up. No, Porter had to bring it up. <laughs> I was, you know, he's he's a cool guy. So I felt but like it was important he for is me cool. to bring it up. But I'm glad <laughs> that you knew that I wanted to say that because right. I did bring that up in the last uh -huh. last attempt. I was I was like, where's he going with this? He's forgetting Logan. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Logan's a superstar. <laughs> but yeah, dude, let, let's uh, let's start with some gear and some paddles. So over the you know, it's been a month or so since we we've I've been talking stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. so lots lots happened in, in the paddle scene. A lot of people have have moved, yes. and uh, I recently published a, re a review about the Franklin paddle. So I want to talk about the Franklin paddles with yeah. you for a sec, uh, and then we'll talk about some of the moves that that's been going on. Kind of hear your take on that, but uh, yeah. yeah. So Franklin has not done anything for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Their their STK STK release last year wasn't great. Yep. No one uh, no one really. 
uh, since Ben Johns left, like they really haven't done anything. Right. So they released some new paddles about a month ago. It was kind of like under the radar a little bit. I've seen a lot of sponsoring. We're starting to see it uh, mm-hmm. pop up here more. But anyways, I got my hands on all four models. So they have two elongated models and two standard shape models. And they were designed with uh, with their pros, primarily I think Georgia and, yep. and JW. So JW, they both play with it now. It's thermoformed. It's got the raw, it's got all the things that people want and expect mm-hmm. in a modern paddle. They don't have any gimmicks. They don't have any, like they actually built a, yeah. a paddle they, they, that people would want. They actually made a paddle. But which is good. because it's Franklin, they had to do something, right? So their thing with these is that they're like pro weighted. They're like they're very heavy. So they're, the one that JW plays with is called the Dynasty 16. It has like 134 swing weight, which is insanely high. That's ridiculous. And its static weight is like close to nine ounces, which is just heavy. And yeah. but when you watch pros, they all have their paddle weighted up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you weight yours up like crazy? Yeah. So. You do. Um, do you have like a static weight that you shoot for? Yeah, so usually I like to order paddles a little bit lighter, like seven, eight to eight ounces. Um, pretty much no one in the pro scene will play with that light. Um, and I don't either. Uh, the reason why I order so light is because there's just so much more like customability. Custom, custom, yeah, that's yeah. the word. Customability. Yeah. Um, that sounded weird coming out for some reason. But. <laughs> There's so much more of that that you aren't really able to do with a heavy paddle because using a ton of lead tape on a light paddle, you We're can tungsten tape. Tungsten. We, we only talk tungsten here. Bleep. Um, <laughs> I'm cutting that we out. We got uh, <laughs> more when you're able to like customize it more with the classic pickleball effect tungsten tape. Classic. Um, on like more specific targeted areas, um, and weight it up that way. Generally, I'm able to really, really fine tune how I want yeah. my paddle to feel. Because every paddle is just a little different, right? right. Like you want to, you may have like a general location. It's like okay, all paddles, I'm going to start here and then mm-hmm. move it up and down, kind of yeah. depending how it feels, what the weight came in. I'm, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I like weight. I typically advise people to put on weight. Yeah. I think there's a lot of advantages, advantages to it, but you can put too much on. And if you, if you can't control the specific locations, I think it reduces kind of the effectiveness of totally. the added weight. And so I think in general, like there's their dynasty 16 and then their shorter uh, tempo 16, like they play well, but they're, they're just heavy they're just heavy, and you can't customize the weight. Yeah. I think for most people, it's going to be too heavy. That's the whole thing is like when you do get a heavier paddle, it sort of like cuts off how much you can add weight uh, because right. it's, just, it's time, just whatever that comes in as yeah, you don't get to like, if you're gonna weight it. that nine ounce paddle up, you're gonna end up at like maybe nine and a half ounces, and a lot right. of people but, I mean, the, don't want to play with nine. The nine idea ounces. of the the nine ounces is you don't have to customize it, right? And, and so that I think that's what they were going for. But uh, anyways, I think it's an interesting idea. I mm-hmm. like the idea that they're trying to push more weight because I do think there are benefits to weight. But I, I think it's gonna. I wish they had like a light option yeah. for people who don't want the heavier paddle or who just don't want to add as much weight because I would like I, I honestly liked how it felt and played because weight right. makes it a little softer gives that little extra pop mm-hmm. and power but uh I think they went a little too much on there but they're mm-hmm. 14 millimeters which are typically like underweighted a lot of them come in oh. like a 7.7 just oh, in wow. general yeah okay like, not just theirs but like in general 14 millimeters yeah. are lighter right 
So these ones came in around like eight three, eight four, and then like they were money. I, I yeah. liked the fourteen millimeters on both of them. That's good because I always add weight on fourteen, and so I, I think their fourteens gonna be more popular than their sixteens. Mm-hmm. And sixteens in general, you don't need as much weight on there just because they right, are heavier. They're, they're already more softer, stable. Yeah, and so there's not quite as much advantages. So they just went so heavy on those. So I, I think they missed the mark on the weight on the sixteens, but I do like the way the fourteens play. But if you're interested in that, go go check out that review. I just did a written one because there's four paddles, and I didn't want to make a video. It was gonna be really long. Yeah. And then uh, next paddle review is gonna be. This uh, kind of lesser known brand, the paddle's called the Hirachi X. So I, I kind of have like a lull in, in paddle reviews right now. I was expecting some uh, some new paddle releases coming mm-hmm. out that got delayed. And so right. I had some time to try some new paddles. So I went and tried a bunch. And uh, this is the one I decided to re- review. I liked it. So uh, what was it called? The Hirachi? The Hirachi X. I have it here. Let, really? I the, the brand name is, I think it's 11624. It's something weird. Let yeah, me go ahead. I have yeah. to pull it out. Yeah, you're fine. But yeah, like 11. Oh, we can cut this out. Oh, that's, I'm keeping this in. Keeping this in. I'm keeping this in. I want people to see the struggle it is to be a podcaster. There. <laughs> yeah, 11624. I had it right. Boom. Yeah. Proof. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's it's a cool paddle. I uh, it, The thing they're doing with it is they have three layers of facing materials. They have a carbon fiber, fiberglass, okay. and then carbon fiber. Anyways, they're like advertising oh, it. Yeah. That they have three layers and they're doing something different. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of cool. It plays nice. Plus, it's a good price. It's but cool to see like newer companies doing new stuff. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's, it's subtle and it has a really long handle, but uh, but it plays nice. I like it. Yeah. So that's coming up. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about some moves. So the biggest one was Tyson DeYola, Obviously, yes. there's been a lot of chatter about this. He was a Selkirk guy. You're sponsored by Selkirk. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, it's. I think it's crazy. Um, I think it's it's very. Did you ever think it would happen? No, I I mean I I assumed it probably would eventually, but I never really like expected it, you know, because it's it's like Tyson more than it feels like any other player really represents one brand, and he is the face of Selkirk almost. I mean, they've yeah. got other players for sure. But when you think Selkirk, you think, you think Tyson. Tyson, you think Mullet, you think Electric. Um, yeah. And like to see him switch is not necessarily shocking um, because I'm sure he d- made a very good decision for himself. Yeah, he's got to look out but, for number one ultimately. Like at the same time, it is it is like the biggest face in pickleball, like moving this company, moving from this company that he's been with for like so long. Yeah, and so. I do think it it is very cool to see. Like I think it is good that he's like changing up the atmosphere and the pro tournaments even more. Um, but it's also interesting. Like maybe how's how's Selkirk really gonna react from this? And yeah, like, I mean they got Jack Sock now, which is obviously a big lift. They got Porter coming up. Mm-hmm. You know you yep. got to watch out for that. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean they'll be fine, right? But it, it was kind of crazy, and mm-hmm. you know I. You know that he got paid. Oh yeah, and like you got to be happy for him. Like the dude mm-hmm. has he's built a, he's his a brand. Great guy. He's and super nice. Like when I few tournaments I have been to, like he's really cool about you know taking pictures, getting involved with the crowd. There's a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of reasons people follow yeah. him and, and uh, love Tyson. But he's he's definitely like not just on social media. Like 
big and loud and exciting. He's he's that guy in real life, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah like, really, really impressive what he's yeah, built. He, he's is cool. Yeah, he's great. So. Yeah, excited for him. Yola sponsors so many people. They do. Do you think there's like a saturate? Like, is there a point where like it, sponsoring people doesn't help you anymore? Uh, I do think so. Um, definitely. Like, I feel like that's almost um, the same with Selkirk to an extent. Yeah, they um, sponsor a ton of people. I've realized that with Yola, lots of um, because they're still like compared to you know the like original three Selkirk Paddle Tech Engage, like they're so new. It feels like it's still really, really cool to get a Yola sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure when they're going to reach that point where people are going to start noticing and being like, oh, everyone's just a Yola player. Like, who really cares? Yeah. And I feel like brands can definitely reach that point um, to the point where, like, they do have to slow down sponsorships and stuff. Um, but it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how... Like like the yeah, like Tyson, he's got to move the needle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but f in most cases, sponsoring a pro, especially where they are, I don't feel like yeah. like there's really that much more advantage. Totally, like they're yeah. like they have so many. Same with like Selkirk has so many. Yeah. Carbon has a bunch. Carbon just got a new sponsor, uh, Elise Jones. She's a yep. fun one, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's <laughs> she's nice. no one that's that's built a, a kind of a fun brand about yeah. Mighty Mouse or whatever. Just mm -hmm. just going out there diving yeah. and rolling. And uh, so she's playing with the Carbon 2X 14 millimeter. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of the Carbon 2Xs. They're some of the most like forgiving paddles. Yeah. And they still got a little little pop and jump to them, which is nice. I think, yeah, like it it is just very interesting um, because pickleball, unlike some sports, like you can have a favorite player, but you're not necessarily going to be a fanatic who goes out and buys all of their like jerseys and their outfits and their paddles and right. stuff. And so... Once it gets big enough to the point where we do have people really, really getting influenced by those pros, like I think it's useful to have sponsor players, but like it, it doesn't make as big of a difference. As yeah, it would. yeah, I agree. I, I having a few, I think, is is really good for the brand because for a couple of reasons. One, like if you're playing with that brand, what even if it's not their paddle, but you're playing with that brand, like it makes you feel cool. Mm -hmm. I think you want to feel yeah. confident and look cool on the court, mm -hmm. and you feel more confident with a more recognized brand. And a paddle that's you know being used by by pros like kind of validates like your decision yeah, a little bit. Totally. Whether you bought it for them or not, like I do think there's an element to that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then there's there's just the promotion side. But I mean, how many people really? I mean, like the percentage of people that play versus watch is is pretty. It's it's pretty. pretty big. It's pretty low. And then uh, then Pro XR. Now has Riley Newman. There were, yes. I didn't feel like this was as big of a deal as like Tyson, even though Riley is like a phenomenal right. player. I mean, he, he's kind of bounced around like Riley the last is, couple of years. Yeah, I, f I feel like when he's got a set partner who's very good to play with, he's the number two player in the world, like without any doubt in my mind. Is and there someone he could partner with that you think could beat the Jones brothers? I do think if he keeps playing with Thomas Wilson, you think you think that could be a winning combo? Could genuinely do very very well. Um, I think the thing with Riley is he just 
isn't as active on like social media and all of this stuff. With, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of cringy. <laughs> he's I'm, I'm saying it like his his videos his his videos aren't the best no for sure um <laughs> have you met him in real life i don't really I know have. is he cool yeah, he, i don't know he's a he's a nice guy um but he definitely doesn't have the whole you know like promoting yourself thing down yeah it was i have like the funniest the funniest experience ever in pickleball for me was at the very very first mlp in okay. austin texas um, in Dreamland, they had before the tournament started, they had a little like all of the pros and their family and people who they brought like went to dinner together. Okay. And it was in this giant like bar area in Texas. And they had like, how did it be a ton of people? It was a lot. And it had like this mini, not mini golf, they had a golf simulator on like the second floor, like overlooking oh, cool. the people. And was this um, on the dreamland property? It wasn't, it was somewhere just else. somewhere in Austin. Okay. And I remember like, I was, I was like one of the only kids there other than Anna Lee. And like, she wasn't really doing too much because she, I don't know, but I, I like went up to my mom as we were like going through this sort of like buffet area. And I'm like, Hey, what am I, what am I really going to do here? Can I like go <laughs> back to the hotel or something? And Riley just walks past me. He leans over. He's like, Porter, you are going to grab all of the free food you can and eat it. And then he just walked off. <laughs> that was all he said. And I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So and, he heard you talk to your mom. Uh, he's then, like, you're going to eat all of your free food. And <laughs> I have to feed you somehow. I was like, it. sure, I'll, I'll do that, Riley. Oh, but that's funny. He's, he's a, he's very, he's a funny guy. How many, how many pros are you on like a first name basis with? A decent amount. Pretty good um, amount. Like, yeah, I feel like there are some pros who you don't like, who you don't approach <laughs> because they they are like. Like, are they just scary? They're just kind of, yeah, it's kind of intimidating to talk to people, you know? And so like they're. Are you, are you going to say it, which one? No, I mean, you know, like <laughs> Ben Johns, all of those guys, like okay, it's okay. tough to approach. But I feel like the majority of them, um, like either through my mom or just through me, like yeah. they they know who I am and I know who they I mean, are. You've, you've been like, attending tournaments. I've been for a long for time, a long time, and like a lot and of the so, OGs, like Newman, like mm -hmm. you probably interacted with them a yeah. bunch. And so, like, it's it's definitely cool to like go to a PPA and like see how huge the sport's gotten and still have like. Jay DeVillier and like Tyson Loom just come up and talk to me and That's say awesome. hi and stuff, which is, it's great. It's super cool. So yeah, that is super cool. Yeah. He went with ProXR. I, oh yeah. We were talking about he, <laughs> I He uses the Zane paddle and mm -hmm. Pro, ProXR is a funny brand to me. Like, yes. So they came in like what, a year or so ago, it two years ago, probably maybe two years, two years yeah. ago. They came with that handle thing. And no one really, no one and I feel really like cared. no one really cared about it. Yeah. Then they sponsored Zane, and Zane's like, make me a paddle, but I don't want I don't, the handle. I don't thing. want your signature. <laughs> and now that's the only paddle mm -hmm. they sell. And I, they must sell a lot of them yeah. because that's the only one they sell. Mm -hmm. But it, that paddle in particular kind of blows my mind how well it, it does. Like, I, I don't see it like everywhere, but I do see it a decent amount. Yeah. But like, it's a 14 millimeter, super long handle. It doesn't really give it's, you much it's power. It's kind of basic almost. Yeah, it is. It's it's pretty basic. Like I, don't, like I don't feel like it gives you enough power to offset the kind of forgiveness level right. it gives you. But maybe it plays good when you weight it up a ton. Mm -hmm. But uh, all their pros use it. 
uh, Newman. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll make a signature with Newman. Proxar likes I mean, throwing out make, signatures. They make the colors, so I, I would assume Riley gets one. For oh, sure. oh, that's what they've been doing. Like Connor yeah. Garnett mm-hmm. got a color. Yeah, but that's probably what they'll do. Yeah, I imagine they come out with a thermoform or something here. They, I, I mean, I would assume so. Like they've had the Zane paddle for a while now. Yeah, so I, I imagine they've they probably got to get something new. So, but yeah, there's that. And then uh, this is another funny uh, paddle story from this week. So Kyle Tranga, mm-hmm. you know Kyle. I love Kyle. He's a uh, he's a local diadem rep. And he works it. He does pretty well. There's a lot of diadem in the area because of because of Kyle. Yeah. But he's also very active on the socials. Very. He's in every single Discord group. He's in he's, every Facebook group. Yeah. He's great. Cupcake Destroyer. Cupcake Destroyer 33. If, if <laughs> Three, you've been three. online, you've <laughs> you, probably seen you've him. You've seen Kyle. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's great. He's so funny. Yeah, he's fantastic. And what I love most about Kyle is he's he's not afraid to say what he's thinking. Oh, yeah. So if a brand posts something that he thinks is ridiculous, he's going to tell them. Yeah. And so Proton is one of these brands. Yes. That Proton. They just make these like ridiculous claims about their paddles. Number one in spin, number one power, just number one everything. If you try our paddle and it is, doesn't change your <laughs> life, you can have a full refund. Right. Just these like crazy stuff. And he's like, he he's been responding to like multiple posts yeah. for Proton. He's like, you don't do demos. You charge like two hundred and eighty dollars for your crap. I, they look it's, goofy. Yeah, it's it is ridiculous. <laughs> Their claims are crazy. Anyway, so he's been bu- he bugs them, and uh, it ends up leading to a conversation with the CEO. So it's Kyle and the CEO. <laughs> oh my god! It's just so funny to me that they like would give dude, him the the, the, the attention. So crazy, dude. Yeah. So oh he he gets on the phone with their CEO, and negotiates them to send him a bunch of paddles. So he and I tried them out this week, or we just ran some testing. Because mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, send them, I'll test them with pickleball effect, we'll see how you guys yeah. compare. So, so we ran like the RPMs, the spin, the power, and like one of their paddles does spin really well. Like it's yeah. definitely up there. I mean, it's not like the ultimate spin paddle, but it spins well. They have mm-hmm. another one that has good power, but the spin was a little weaker. Anyways, I, I, like, t- I touched Andre's paddle Did you touch it? And it's like, it's like it's kind of rubbery yeah, almost. Like it's very adhesions, interesting. Uses like adhesion, so that one but actually gets pretty it does good, a good spin. spin it does get good spin. Not it's not great control. Yeah, it's pretty thin, kind of kind of board filling. But um, anyways, we, we tested it out, and then you know, like okay. they're okay. And uh, anyway, it just <laughs> it made it, me laugh that yeah, <laughs> got it escalated to the point where he's and this isn't like I a went, small company. Like they do like softball no, bats. Yeah, it's, like it is crazy. You you like, you, you went, play you play baseball like product yeah. stars a thing in baseball mm-hmm. yes yeah so or at least the slanted handle is yeah so the slanted handle I'm not sure who came up with that if it was ProXR, if it was. apparently it was ProXR. I mean that's what they claim they also claim they have fastest reloads in the game so um you you dispute that I mean I'm not gonna fight <laughs> ProXR, but I mean if you do you'll get a, a call I'd from the CEO be, yeah I'd have to talk to Ray J um but like. In baseball, the bats would oftentimes have the like what we would call axe handle or pro XR uh-huh. handle in pickleball. Um, that was slanted because it's very, very good for your one swing that you're making because you can really latch onto it you and get a lot of torque. Um, but then again, those handles are way, way bigger than pickleball handles. Mm-hmm. Um, you're definitely not in a dinking rally with a baseball bat. And so I actually used them 
when I was playing baseball, and I really, really liked oh, it. Cool. And I have tried them out in pickleball, and I think they are very, very fine once you get used to them. Um, but you will immediately get screwed over if you like switch accidentally in between points yeah. because you're not going to know how to hold it. And then also if you play with it for a while and you come back to a normal paddle, Just, it's going to throw you off so much. <laughs> so like you have to stick with it's, it. If you're it's, do it. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to either go all in or not. And so... And I, yeah, there, like there are moments where like it feels good, but there's other moments where like when you get real wristy, it's, it's, it's odd. It's kind of sure. odd. So, but, but and, and obviously didn't, it didn't catch on. It didn't right. Ball. So, but they still have commercials that promote it. Yep. They and do. then they go sell their, their yeah, Zane and then paddle. They sell the Zane paddle. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I mean, but it's working apparently. It's doing well. Um, so, uh, so protons, Andre Deescu, mm -hmm. I was, I was watching him play and I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking brands here. And what's the name of the brand that he wears now? It's new. It's a new. He's an oh. They recently sponsored him. I know your exactly. your mom's sponsored by him. Oh, um, Lur Lur Le, 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 Leo Rev. I can't say oh, it. It's Leo Rever. Whatever it is, who knows? It, it, no he, one can pronounce. He's it. wearing like one of their referee shirts. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I I sadly do. Like, it burns my eyeballs. They're, They're so bad. They sponsor quite a few people now. Your mom doesn't wear any of their crazy shirts. No, it's only, mostly the dudes. She only has to play. She only has a legging and short sponsorship, which is crazy. That's, good. that's the best. The only route because you can go with them. Because she doesn't have to wear the gross, disgusting That's the shirts. only thing I would wear from their brand. Their yeah. shirts are it's It's so wild. Bad. When I'm so bad. playing against someone with. I don't. I don't know if I ever have because no one wears them. No one wants to wear them besides the pros they've sponsored. So I have no idea how they do yeah. well. The, there's no way but people buy it. I don't think people buy it. It's like watching them use a referee outfit with a giant V-neck while playing. Is <laughs> I. It's like so. I. I dress oh. ridiculously and I can never wear that. No one can wear it. It's. It's crazy. They all look ridiculous out there, and it. And yeah, I feel bad for them. I've seen. I feel bad for them. I've seen like a they, million comments from old ladies online, like wishing that Jay would just play shirtless instead. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jay's a big sponsor from him, <laughs> yes. and he wears those. Yes. the Raiders logo jerseys. Yes. I, I I mean I have no idea. Maybe they are very comfortable shirts. That's the only thing I can think of. But otherwise, even if it was, dude. Yeah, it's new, it's not. Like, did Andre like? He's winning. He's making money. But yeah. He needed more apparently. Right. I mean, it, it's, I don't it, understand. They it. seem willing to sponsor a lot of people. So I mean, will wear your outfit for like a day before we hate it. Oh, I um, I hope somebody comments and says, I'm wearing that right now. I'm wearing it jerks. right now. I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> unsubscribing. Just like, we just lost. Thanks for letting us We lost know. one subscriber just yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we didn't bummer. want them anyways. We don't. Yeah. If you're wearing gross clothes, get out of here. <laughs> you're done. <No>. You're done. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, speaking of the pro scene or sticking with their pro scene, so APP switched balls along with PPA. Mm -hmm. So APP is now using the owl ball. I haven't hit it. There hasn't really been much talk about it, but there's been a lot of talk yeah. about the Vulcan ball for PPA. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got the Vulcan. I got some in last week. I tried it out for the first time. I'm putting together a video that I'm going to drop later this week. Yeah. Looking at the performance of the Vulcan compared Yo. to uh, the Yola one, the Franklin, the Selkirk. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got a handful of, of balls I'm comparing yeah, it to. Yeah, I saw your 
like YouTube short that you posted. Yeah, that, that was good. like that was probably the best short I've ever made. It was very good. Yeah, yeah it was well made. Go check it out. Yeah, thank you. It's not it doesn't exist anymore. They oh, can't. Well, if you missed it, I'm sorry. Bummer. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah, You'll see the next one. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was I'm very interesting. Now. I'm gonna do so many good stories. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So many good stories. I was, I was very like it was a very good video. It was interesting to see all yeah, of this. Yeah, had my right stank there. had my stank face just ripping the ball. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just I hear so like. The Vulcan ball got dropped. You couldn't buy it till like a couple of weeks ago. So it's starting yep. to hit the market. Everyone always says the exact same phrase when they're describing a new ball that comes to their market. They're like, oh, it plays somewhere between a Franklin, Franklin and a Dura. And a Dura. Like yeah. That is the phrase that you hear. No one actually knows how they all compare. So I'm no. getting some real data on yep. how these balls actually compare. Specs is cool. So uh, uh, been looking at that. Essentially, like preliminary data says that the Dura's play significantly faster than the other four. The other okay, four yeah. are just similar. Right. There's really not a huge difference. And the, the Franklin was noticeably softer and less powerful. Right. Um, but it's still closer to the others than like the Dura just crushes on yeah. it. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, it's, it's I it bugs me. It bugs me and all these new balls are coming out. I don't like it. Yeah. I I mean I complete I'm on your side there. It's it's just annoying because you've got we we kind of have something that works, you know, use a Dura in the summer and a Franklin in the winter. Yep. And that's kind of like a great system because everyone agreed with it. It'll each ball will last forever. They'll both feel great. Um and you know, just having there's just too many options. Um because too many options. Like, you know, people are probably gonna latch on to like the owl ball and like only play with that and be like Oh, do you have an L ball? Do you have an L ball? Yeah. And if it's you bring so, like a Franklin or whatever, so they're annoying. just going to get pissed off. And balls do play differently. Like it's yeah. annoying switching balls and having exactly. to adjust to it. You don't want to do that every time. It's it's really annoying. That's what bugs me the most. Like whatever the ball is, I don't care. I just want it to be the same ball. And like right. like you said, we had the thing going with the Dur in the summer, Franklin winter. I wish we could just stick with that. But now yeah. everyone is introducing balls. So that's annoying. But uh yeah something we have to deal with. So I actually did play with the Vulcan, mm -hmm. like some games outside of the testing that oh, yeah. I did. And I wasn't crazy about it. It's It gets very out of round. It bounces. Like all the really fast, all the faster outdoor balls do get out of round quicker. It's yeah. pretty common. So it's that, like that's not unusual, but I did feel like it was bouncing a little more erratically than oh. like a Dura or something. And so oh. I, I'll have to play some more games with it, but I did do the one session, more to come there. But initial impression, I got wasn't wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna train or play with it or buy it unless I have a PPA tournament next week. Right, and that's the whole thing is I don't I don't see any reason why people would switch. I mean, to an extent, the market's so diluted and just in general everything is so diluted with Franklins and Duras that it's probably gonna be rare to see one unless you are practicing for a yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah, I don't see a reason to do it. And, and so like, I bet there's a big rush to buy the Vulcans now, mm -hmm. but like. I bet they don't do that great. Yeah, and that's one thing you said to me was that most ball companies, if you're, you know, if you're buying your your like average pack of three or whatever, it's like four dollars a ball. Yeah. But as you go up, the price in decreases. Right. Um, buy more balls. Less and price. so, like Franklin's, you can buy a hundred balls for way, way, way cheaper than if you're paying four dollars each ball, four hundred dollars. And that was the thing you said to me was the Vulcans, you can buy more balls, but they don't do that. They don't, they don't thing, decrease the price, which yeah. is crazy. I think that's like going to turn off a lot of players because Big no time. one, 
no one sells them in person. So if you're ordering online, you're going to be ordering three Vulcan balls online and no one wants to order just three. No. And so, yeah, I think, I think it's going to hurt them for sure. So like they sold out pretty fast. Like I, I ordered pretty early and got some, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think you can buy them right now. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 because of the price and because Mm -hmm. they don't really play that differently, no one's gonna play it. Yeah, like I think so. I think it's gonna hurt them in the long run, especially at that that price point. There's just no reason to go mm-hmm. buy them unless you're trading for a, a tournament. And even even in that scenario, I'm only gonna play with the ball a couple of days, two, right. like the week before. Yeah, and then they're just gonna go back in your closet. So yeah, right. so I I bought like a six pack. I probably will have those the rest of the year and won't need any more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, at least at least Selkirk did the their warranty thing, which is cool. Yeah. They, and they are a little bit cheaper. They're like they were under four bucks a ball, and it gets a little cheaper as, as like you get more. Like three fifty or something. Yeah. And so, anyways, the uh, I'm still I'm still a fan of the Dura Franklin combo. But if we if we play something else during the winter, whatever. But it's yeah. not going to be a Vulcan for me. Yeah. Totally. And then uh, sticking with with uh, some more stuff around here. So APP uh, has announced new location for their headquarters i heard about that so this is going to be in fort lauderdale the place they're staying at or they're building it is uh it's like a facility called the fort very clever hilarious yeah hilarious very clever they did i'm really proud of them (laughs) they took some they watched all your videos and i'm like this guy's funny i bet he would think this is good too he would put it on his podcast Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) they knew exactly what they were doing but the what was really cool about this announcement to me was it's I don't think they built this facility yet, but they're it's, it's going to be huge. Forty three courts, mm-hmm. but they're uh, they're trying to be like a developmental set center for for up and coming players. Yeah, like Florida, I know is big in tennis. Like people will move to Florida, yeah, train from a young age, and like they mix school and tennis. Like that yeah. is their life. It's and I crazy. I think that's what they're going to try and do at this place. Is yeah. they're going to like people are going to move there, train there, and mm-hmm. that's they're going to try to be pro pickleballers. And I. F- I feel like that's the next phase. Like yeah. that's where the next round of talent's I mean, gonna come from. Absolutely. I think like it is so incredibly important to drill and to train. Um, and I know like almost every single pro does, but to an extent they're just doing it in where wherever they can. Yeah. And to have some sort of facility um dedicated to not just playing but actually like improving is it's awesome. And yeah. especially like I think that's a very cool thing by the APP because, you know, I think like USDA or something has dedicated USDA facilities for people to train and like having, um, what's keep talking, keep okay, talking. Um, got, I brought you a drink. Okay. Um, well, I didn't know if someone was going to come, but I brought an extra just in case. This is, okay, I'm trying I'm to, a little I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make friends. Okay. Well, I mean, hopefully it's good, but like, um, having, having contracted players should not only entail giving them money, you know, like I feel like giving them accommodations and uh, accommodation. I don't know. Accommodations. What, my, my words, yeah, don't, accommodations, my, my words aren't Englishing right, right now. Uh, um, Englishing. And so like giving them those benefits of a dedicated training facility, even though it's in Florida and I hate, Florida, it's gross <laughs> and humid. Um, you I have to play with the Dura there. I think that's very cool. Um, it's very, very exciting. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. And they're not going to be the the last. Like, there's going to be more centers that that come up. No. Uh, 
Cactus Cooler, dude. That's the name of this drink. Those listening, we're drinking uh, Cactus, Cactus Cooler. Cactus Cooler. Orange Pineapple Blast. Got these at Winco. Winco's great. I had these. These are a lot of This stuff. is like a childhood drink. I saw them when I was at Winco, and I was like, I'm buying that, and I'm going to drink it in my podcast. Oh, that one tastes good. <laughs> do, do you taste the blast? I, it's definitely blasting. The Orange Pineapple Blast. It's it's a you know onset of orange but then it just hits you with that <laughs> pineapple blast yeah they were good they these are, these are tasty <laughs> and i do do cactuses taste like orange pineapple no i've I'd, had cacti it have you not, it doesn't taste like this no so i don't know why maybe it's just because it the alliteration here the cactus cooler is what they're going for yeah i, I don't mean, know i don't know where cactus comes from who knows you're only allowed it's, to drink this in the dead the desert that's what it looks like or our podcast we're technically in the desert so it counts we're okay but are we? Idaho's a desert. Yeah, Idaho's cla- Boise is in the valley. It's a giant desert. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. We had a ton of snow recently. Yeah, that didn't I seem mean, very deserty. No, it's 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 not a very deserty place. It's the city of trees, but ecologically, <laughs> it's a desert. So. <laughs> okay, ecologically, that's a good word. That's Englishy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you. Environmental science. It happens every once in you, a while. You failed that class. I can't it's believe an you just pulled that out. Ecological biome, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you did retake the course, so I'm, you had yeah. to learn your stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you What did you get the second time? Oh, you I'm took still it? taking it. Oh, you're you're yeah. in it right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> don't so, fail it. No, I, this is my promise to you, podcast people. I will not fail this environmental science class. This is your last semester. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. I want to be done. But this right. this is an exciting thing, I think, with the developmental stuff. The uh, so like a week or two ago, Hannah Black came into this area to train mm-hmm. with with your mom. Yeah. It's kind of the same idea. Like it was like there's yeah. there's we're in an indoor facility. There's opportunities for these these training people to come in. I imagine she'll get more. I mean, yeah, I think it like what happened with Anna is she just stayed with us for a few days and like all day they my mom, Dom, Hannah were just out there drilling and like working on shots over and over and again. And honestly, like within those three days, even I saw improvements yeah. in Hannah. Imagine if that was like was, her life is crazy as a child there, growing there's, up. There's just gonna be yeah, that's the whole thing is like once there are like six year old kids, but being like able to go there and get better. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be wild. Yeah. For the, sure. the junior scene is going to grow. It's pretty small right now. I mean, like how many people are doing what you're doing? I mean, th- there's a handful of like touring kids around yeah. your age under 20. I mean, but like the burgeoning, excuse me, like pl- players like you who are just like on the edge. Right. Like how many people are really going for it? Yeah. I feel like, um, there's there's a lot of like just turned 20 year olds who are good who are like going for it um i would still say that like under 20 maybe even like maybe yeah under 20 um under 20 people under no under 20 20 years old okay there's probably 20 or under (laughs) um, (laughs) around 20 under 20 under yeah so i i would say there's probably like 20 people so it's not a huge pool it's not huge at all um there's definitely definitely a lot more people who are playing a little more seriously um but like the difference between going to a tournament and playing a high level versus like training at a high level and really really caring um is definitely prominent there's a lot more junior players who try to go out and they play higher level and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but it it definitely there's a difference between like you can tell the people who really care who want to take this full time um and so 
that kind of narrows it down to a much smaller group. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize it was that tight of a group. I would have guessed mm-hmm. it was bigger. Yeah. But I, I would think over the coming years, like sooner rather than later, that's going to change. I, I would agree. Yeah. And I, I, people like to talk about Dylan Frazier and how he grew up playing pickleball, like pickleball only. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the, the top male players right now. Yeah. Like we're going to get more Dylan Frazier. We're going to get more oh, Porter totally. Bars. Oh, I, mean, gonna, I mean, you, you play, kind of you've thing. been playing from I've been young playing age. since I was... Um, not since I, I since I was ten, so it's yeah. been like seven years that I've been playing. But definitely for those first like four, five, even six to an extent years, like I definitely wasn't really taking it seriously. Yeah. And so once there are, you know, kids who are very, very invested, they're gonna come. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, especially once it like hits Asia, and it's very culturally like acceptable to have your kids work on something from a very young age once once they're like people training their kids to play pickleball from like three years old like we're screwed i mean (laughs) like it's it's incredible because pickleball already is such like it's a it's a very easy sport to get into and it's a very it's one that you can improve pretty quickly on yeah and especially when you're you know younger and you've got the ability to still learn a lot of new skills it's people are going to take over there um how many kids are in this you know facility here that play and train fairly regularly oh is there is there there some 10 year olds 15 year olds that are i don't think there's any 10 year olds really i mean i think it hasn't hit this area yeah there's there's three main juniors um me uh chloe iglesi and Excuse me, this pineapple's blasting. It's, it's coming up. It's um, coming up. But <laughs> it's yeah. blasting out now. Um, there's me, Chloe Glacy, and Grayson, who's a kid I actually used to coach. And during the time that I stopped to like focus on school, he ended up just growing a ton and like getting really good. And I like that's awesome. I just what, what levels he play? I don't know if I've met Grayson. I know Chloe. Chloe's he's like a four oh four five right okay. now, but he hasn't been playing for that long. And the crazy thing is what happened is he used to be a righty when I was teaching him. He's lefty But now? then he hurt his arm, and he completely relearned pickleball <laughs> so as a lefty, he's, he's, and he's really good Does now. he switch now, or does he only play no, left? No, he only plays left hand. Oh, that's fascinating. And he's, like, really, really good with his left hand. And so just, like, seeing these juniors and knowing that they're going to be able to definitely, like, take over is very exciting. Yeah, this will be a fun development to follow. And I, there's going to be a lot of change here. And it'll, like the pro scene is going to look so different five to 10 years from now. Totally. Like, like right now, you have a lot of people transitioning, right? Mm-hmm. Like they come from another sport. Like I, I look at like Christian Alshon or something where, yeah. you know, came here from, from college tennis, you know, hit the grind for a year. And now he's, he's one of the better players. You're not going to be able to do that in five to 10 years. No. I mean, like it's, it's definitely crazy um, the way pickleball's grown because it just hit compared to a lot of you know you don't see a lot of emerging sports these days and so being in one and seeing just how quickly it jumped from not really having a pro scene to having new people coming on every three weeks is (laughs) like it's incredible and like the majority of them nowadays are coming from tennis like I think the very, very first one that I really realized who came from tennis was Anna Bright. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another one of those who, who switched like, over. She was got really good within a year. One of the, the top players, like first one that I really realized, like, oh, this is she's she's a tennis player and she's easily can take pickleball seriously and get really good. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually that's gonna start to plateau. Um, because the game is like, like, the, like, like the amount of newcomers, like the amount of n- transition newcomers, because the game is going to keep evolving. And when there's once it starts to even differentiate itself from tennis even more, like it's going to be hard for a lot of, you know, like tennis players, racket players in general to come in and take over that quickly. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. And like what others, there's no other sport where you can. Get Not really to the level they've attained within like yeah. a year. I would say the closest I've seen is bad. Like, not to take down like what they've done because it's really impressive. No, it's it's, it's not easy to get to that level. Yeah, but having that background like shot them yeah. out. hundred percent, hundred percent. But there's lots of people with that background that haven't been able to do it, what they've mm-hmm. done right. Like totally. there's definitely some that have tried and, and haven't been able like to pull Sam off the same Quarry. level of success. Um, yeah, Shammy. Mm-hmm. We'll see if uh, dude. Sham <laughs> did you watch GD? Bouchard play, I did. Yeah. What did uh-huh. you think of that? Yeah, eh. dude, it eh. was like I felt bad for it was, her. It was, it was not. It was not great. Like, um, there were some moments where I was. It didn't yeah. look like she'd hit a pickleball. The funniest before this. thing. The I think one of the funniest clips in pickleball is Jeannie Bouchard hitting, like hitting um, a driver, whatever, and it goes past, and her opponent tosses her the ball. She just stands there. As oh, it, like, like waiting for past, yeah. waiting <laughs> like for one the, of the ball first boy points. <laughs> to come and get it. That was so funny. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, um, that was really funny. But, yeah. She'll, I mean, I'm, we'll, we'll see how she responds I mean, to her last tournament. Like, she's got like, to feel a little fire after that. Yeah, if, if someone's coming in from tennis and, like, they aren't doing well, um, I feel like any type of tennis racket sport background is going to help you out so much and i know that if Jeannie bouchard like tries if she takes it seriously that's the question right you know that she's going to be a pro there's like no doubt about that yeah Um, she she did not look the part i mean and i feel like yeah that's the main thing is pickleball is such an easy sport to go pro in almost right now I mean, compared to other compared to other sports, sports like, like I will never be able to go pro. pro. Like it's, no, it's I think those, you got it those guys are incredible. <laughs> but like, I, I don't want to undervalue like their skill because they are insanely good. Oh, completely. But like when you, you're right, like when you do compare it to other sports, it's like it's, it's, it's different. pretty easy. And I yeah. feel like as we keep progressing, as the game keeps involved, keeps as the game keeps evolving. Well said. Um, well said. <laughs> it's taking me a the pronunciation a was lot fantastic right on now. that, but. <laughs> Once, as the game keeps evolving, like eventually it's going to get to a point where it's much, much, much more difficult to break mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's only a matter of time. Yeah. I think yeah, so. you're you're uh, you're hitting it at a good time. I really think. Yeah, because like, I'm lucky in this position you, with your uh, like position here at, at TFP. The amount you get to play, you can train. You got some really good talent here to yeah. to help grow with you and. You can do it, dude. I really think you can. I'm, it's going to be I fun watching so, your journey and kind of hearing your perspective from tournaments as we uh, progress trying. throughout the year. But, dude, I think uh, I think that's it. We did that's it. We did that's it. a podcast. Awesome. We did one. We did finally. one. Oh man, that Thanks. was that felt good. That I, I feel like we did a good job. I think <laughs> the people are going to enjoy this. I hope so. I hope so. I uh, I'm excited about it, and this is a really cool element. I it's very it's much easier to talk. Yeah. 
when we're in person like this and right. we have a lot of shared experiences, you know, a lot of the same people and, uh, you know, yeah. we talk all the time. So this will, this will be fun. I'm excited about this and, uh, I hope everyone enjoys listening. Yeah. Um, please tune in again next week. Thanks y'all. Yeah. We'll see ya. Bye-bye.